Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello, how can I help? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. And I feel like we are, well, first of all, it was our three-year anniversary, like, two days ago, I think. Um, we're shocking. Not, uh, we're not 100% certain on the, the date is a little bit up in the air. Truly uh, shocking. Because we, like, posted episodes and, like, built up our library before announcing it. So it's, like, is the day we posted the episodes in secret? The anniversary or the day we announced it at the anniversary? I would say announced. I think it is on the 29th. I do think it's the announcing date. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting for us. And then it's also crazy to think about like literally three years of talking. Shocking. Um, Another update. I think I'm going deaf. So if you catch me looking distracted, that's why. Why do you think that? So I've been having this weird issue for like uh, probably 10 months and my ear is like very hypersensitive. So like talking, stirring a coffee cup, like literally any basic aspects of life, it like makes me like cringe. It like, it feels like pressure and like a noise almost like in my ear. So it's been really fun. I've gone to the doctors two times and this will be the third time this week. And it comes in waves of acting up. And it's super fun. And when you look up online, like treatment for this, um, would you like to know what the results say? Antidepressants. What? Because people just, there's no, there's no actual solution. People just get really depressed because it's. It sounds like more of a like sinus and allergy issue rather. I don't think that leads to like, it's the opposite of going deaf. Like your ears are Yeah, it's not actually going deaf, but it's like, it could become like, it could be caused by like damage to your eardrum and stuff. But I I used to think maybe allergies, but then I had it for a year. So then I was like, okay. Maybe you have to do that thing that, um, I can't remember where I heard this, but like someone got their ears drained drained yeah maybe you need to do that well i have nothing in them but you don't know that i do i have a camera oh never mind (laughs) i do have a camera and i went to the doctors if anyone listening has any advice for ashley i had to spend four hundred dollars out of pocket the other day because i went to the ear notes so like i canceled originally i canceled my appointment because i'm like i'm fine i'm not spending four hundred more dollars um, and then I woke up this morning and was like, mm, I'm sorry to get scared. Um, any updates from you? I did not do much this weekend and it was Halloween weekend. Today is Halloween that we're recording this. And I feel like I just kind of skipped Halloween this year. Do you feel the same? Oh, yeah. I've done like little Halloween things, but like I did not get a costume this year. So um, I'm not mad about it. But maybe next year I will dress up. Uh, We did go to the movies and see a scary movie. And I love going to the movies. Absolutely love it. So much fun. It's a great time. Ashley does not like going to the movies. But that's okay. And yeah, we just had a lot of like random little things this weekend. But it was nice. I got to catch up on some sleep. Got to catch up on some things I needed to do at home. And I don't really have any updates. 
for you this week? Guess we're even. I did also skip Halloween. Parker's work was like, hey, do you have any pictures that you guys dressed up for for the weekend? I said, I dressed up in Carhartt all weekend and was at the house. I was dressed up as a skilled laborer. Yeah. And you know what? This year, the scariest thing right now is that. I'm not going to complain because I don't want this to be a negative episode, but your girl's tired, emotional, stressed, drained, not enjoying herself. But it's that time of year to unwind. And I am wound right up. So on another note, today Liz and I had this lovely idea. So we did this thing. Well, she did it, Liz did it first and then sent it to me, a personality test. And we had the, I, so we were just, this was our weekend. We started off our Friday night, like, um, calling each other on the phone and comparing our personality tests. And we thought we would share on the podcast. So what was the name of your, we did something called 16 personalities. It's really easy to find online. I will link it. And I got, I think the names, like a lot of the things we're going to say mean more than what you think they're going to say. Like the name of my personality is Defender. And you think like, I like when I first saw that, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a person who's like easily offended and like has to defend <laughs> themselves a lot. And that's then I not read, at all what I thought of it as. But oh, that's, that's what I thought. And then I'm like reading more into it and I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually so spot on. It scares me. And the name of yours, I feel like really fits you. Yeah, I feel like I usually am like, nah, these like tests. I, I just kind of always think like a little bit BS. Um, this one, I felt like, I don't know. I agree. I resonated with a lot of this. And even like the things that I don't even maybe put into words about myself, you know, I wouldn't necessarily like describe myself as this, but when you see it written as that, you're like, I guess I kind of am like that. So I would recommend, I felt like you guys can kind of speak to this yourselves. Like if you, after listening to the episode or whatever, but I felt confident recommending this to people. Like I felt like, okay, this is, it also gives you enough information that it's not like one paragraph paid to download more, like whatever. I felt like it gave me enough information. It was worth my time, whatever. Um, But yeah, so Liz's is called the defender and mine was called the campaigner. I will share. Let's see. I have to say it's interesting, like looking through Ashley's for me and like, it's all stuff that I did know, but it just like kind of shows you like, it's a good thing to have like in a work setting or like in a relationship, like just to figure out it's kind of like love languages, like how the other person accepts love, how they show their love. It like all is kind of written out in better words. And and I did make Kyle do it. And luckily, both of ours said like extremely loyal. <laughs> I'm like, OK, we're good. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um. So I'll read my little paragraph. I'll do that. Like what the out, you know, uh, what am I saying? Like overview of what mine is. And then we can just kind of go dive into Liz's and go back and forth so campaigners are true free spirits okay keep in mind everyone there are some parts that are not fully accurate (laughs) I'm not a free spirit I was gonna say campaigners are true free free spirits outgoing open-hearted and open-minded with their lively upbeat approach to life they stand out in any crowd but even though they can be the life of the party campaigners don't just care about having a good time these personality types run deep as does their long as as does their longing for meaningful emotional connections with other people. I feel like the second half is really, you know, me, like I feel I can go in waves. 
like I can be very big burst of energy, run around a party on the, you know, table, running around, whatever, being psychopath. But I'm not just like kind of a like loud whatever person. I'm like, so um, how did it feel when your grandmother died 10 years ago? Tell me about that. Walk me through mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so I feel like that summarized that in much nicer words than I would say. That may- Okay. I didn't even see this. Campaigners, you may know. Um, Robin Williams. Nice. Who else? These are all people I don't know. Kelly Clarkson. Will Smith and Ellen are on there, I feel like. <laughs> Michael Scott. Scott. Oh, Phil Dumpy. That's a good one. I could see myself giving some Phil. We will get in a little bit more, but Liz, your introduction, just to give people an idea, what does this Defender thing mean? Um, uh, My intro. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so for mine, it says, in their unassuming, understated way, Defenders help make the world go round. Hardworking and devoted People with this personality type feel a deep sense of responsibility to those around them. Defenders can be counted on to meet deadlines, remember birthdays and special occasions, uphold traditions, and shower their loved ones with gestures of care and support. But they rarely demand recognition for all that they do, preferring instead to operate behind the scenes. This is a capable, can-do personality type with a wealth of versatile gifts. Though sensitive and caring defenders also have an excellent Excellent analytical abilities and an eye for detail. And despite their reserve, they tend to have a well-developed people. They tend to have well-developed people skills and a re- robust social relationships. Oh my god, I'm really tearing this apart. Reading, I swear, I know how to read. Defenders <laughs> are truly more than the sum of their parts, and their varied strengths shine in even the most ordinary aspects of their daily lives. That is very kind of them to say. Thank you. I feel like it's very accurate. Um, you are definitely like the beginning. I honestly, the uh, I was doing something a little bit in the middle. I'm not going to lie. So I missed a little bit of the end. But the beginning when it was saying deadlines and like you really care about giving, you'll like remember the important days of people's lives and very motivated, hardworking. And like you um, don't ask for recognition felt very spot on for me about you all like very accurate I don't really get like I, I don't get what defender means like I don't know why they chose that word campaigner I, I can't get I feel like it goes with like you defend your friend I don't think mm-hmm. it's the right word for it I get what I like yeah defender in my mind would think like you're gonna like beat up someone if they or like that's what it like makes me think like make no, like i don't know like dependable like the de- like the depender or something would have been like Maybe a really that's good what it, yeah that would make more sense that's like what i feel like would have summarized this very nicely because i feel like you're very dependable like i don't know and did, what's your quote at the top mine is it doesn't interest me what you do for a living i want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing that- wow Wow. That just seemed like a good summary. That's probably what I should have read instead, like, of the paragraph. My summary is love only grows by sharing. You can only have more for yourself by giving it away to others. Love that. It's intense. We talk a lot on here about, like, um, we are in a generation where a lot of people discuss, like, self-love and self-help and all this stuff and, like, setting boundaries and doing all these things. 
And oftentimes I feel like those things have a good place. But I think if you're growing up in a time where you don't have a lot of life experience and you're becoming of age and getting told all these things, like you need to set boundaries, you need to have self-love and all these things, that is a great message. But the other message is get gets lost at times. You know, like I feel like that message started off with people that were like 30 years old and had only heard help others, help others. And now we need to like contradict it. But for the people that haven't been getting told, it's important to help others. It's important to serve others and like give your time and your energy to other people. They're just hearing that first message and they're kind of like not getting that second piece. That's important too. So um, I don't know, like there is such a, there's a space where helping others is something that's very valuable. Yeah. And I think both of ours were similar in that way. Like we both. Yeah appreciate that kind of stuff and want that in our life so probably yeah. why we get along so well so what this how it's set up is they show they have an introduction they show you your strengths and weaknesses romantic relationships friendships parenthood which we're not parents so not very helpful uh career path workplace habits and conclusions and then they have a few things written in like um percentages so we won't walk you through obviously all of our stuff that would be very boring I want to talk a little bit about some of the percentages that Liz and I have because it's kind of interesting to be able to compare the two. Okay, so on the side, there's like these little things that say percentages. So we figured that would be a nice way to just kind of discuss and between Liz and I. So the first one is extroverted and it's like a scale. So there's extroverted on one end and introverted on the other end. We are the exact opposite. I'm going to give you guys a minute to guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not as high as I would have thought. I'm only 66% extroverted. I am 65% introverted. So interesting. That's so so funny. Pretty much the exact opposite. That makes sense to me. Like I know myself obviously more. I think to like the outside, I think I was like 90% extroverted, but I, um, I am a person that needs to recover. And like one day a week, 95% 95% extroverted and then like I need like six days to recover I Not wonder really what good. was the question that they got like the inter introverted per- percentage from from, from yours that, oh yeah what question um, it was I wonder yeah I don't know yours also makes sense like I think yeah none of us are like super one way or like we're not like fully one way we have like our moments yeah um the next one is intuitive on one end and observant on the other what was yours i am 58 percent observant so 42 percent intuitive this is so hilarious we're just gonna be the opposites of everything i am 73 percent intuitive 27 percent observant so the difference there is like i can sit back and like take everything in and like like what's the difference between the two i feel like intuitive is like a gut situation oh 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 sorry wait guys i have it right here intuitive versus observant observant individuals are are highly practical pragmatic and down to earth they tend to have strong habits and focus on what is happening or has already happened intuitive individuals are very imagine imaginative open-minded and curious they prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden meanings and future possibilities that makes sense Mm, that makes a lot of sense i feel like i have the curiosity of the intuitiveness and i do think Um, observant individuals go well with intuitive individuals like it balances well 
So that, okay. So these are like categories. So they have, okay, this I'll use these. So five personality aspects, mind, energy, nature, tactics, and identity. So mind was the first one we did and it's how we interact with our surroundings. And then energy was the second aspect determines how we see the world and process information. And then this one is nature. Sorry. This aspect determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. So the options here are thinking individuals focus on (laughs) thinking thinking individuals focus on objectivity and rationality, uh, prioritizing logic over emotions. They tend to hide their feelings and see efficiency as more important than cooperative. Feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empath. Sorry, they are more empathetic, em- empathetic, and less competitive than thinking types, and focus on social harmony and cooperation. I am now, surprised to hear that I am sixty-six percent feeling on this one. Ooh, sixty-six um, percent feeling. Yeah, are you surprised too? Let's see, feeling is sensitive, emotionally expressive. Yeah, you're not emotionally expressive. <laughs> I think it's more like reading it. I'm like, no, but you're empathetic. I think it's the last sentence. Focus on social harmony and cooperation for yeah. me. Yeah, that makes sense for me. As so well. we're both feeling we're both feeling individuals. So that's our nature. Um, the next one is tactics. This aspect reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. And the options here are, oh, now we can learn what it means. This makes it sound better. <laughs> Liz and I, there's this this one. It's called judging. And Liz and I are literally like, oh, oh judging. Why this is feels... my percentage so high? Yeah, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's wearing that or whatever. We're literally like, there's a category for that. This is not looking well for us. <laughs> judging individuals are decisive, th- thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure preferring structure and planning to spontaneity and then the next one is prospecting individuals are very good at improvising and spotting opportunities they tend to be flexible relaxed nonconformist who prefer keeping their options open okay so we have go for it i had 82 percent judging which i do think makes sense to me um because i love routine and i love having like a schedule and I like to be spontaneous, but I guess planning to be spontaneous is nice too. It relieves a little stress for me. So I think having 82% here makes complete sense. I'm almost right in the middle here. I have 49% judging and 51% prospecting. But that makes sense for you. Yeah, I was going to say- You like to fill your time and you have a good schedule, but you like to spot opportunities that will be fun. Right. In theory, reading it, you'd probably think like, oh, Ashley's like- not super decisive or like I don't know I don't need a ton amount of like clarity I'm not super organized none of these things however I do like Liz said I do prefer some structure some um actually I do like clarity so it does make sense for me but so that was our work our identity finally the identity aspect underpins all others uh showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions Uh, The first one is assertive. Individuals are self-assured, even-tempered, and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when it comes to achieving goals. Okay. Turbulent. Mm -hmm. 
Individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. <laughs> they are likely to express a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven perfectionists and eager to improve. Yeah, so we both, both are here. <laughs> we both got turbulent. I have 74% turbulent. As soon as assertive was like, um, low stress, uh, refuse to worry. I'm like, yeah, that's not me. Ain't it? Ain't it? I'm 60% turbulent. Sick. So then they're all, all we'll discuss these and we'll, then we'll be it. So roles. So the role layer determines our goals, interests, and preferred activities. There are four roles. Analysts, diplomats, centennials, sentinels, I think. Sentinels? Sentinels. Explorers. What do you got, Liz? I'm a sentinel. Oh, am I still sharing? You're a diplomat. Yeah, I've been watching. Sentinels are cooperative and highly practical, embracing and creating order, security, and stability wherever they go people belonging to one of these types tend to be hardworking, uh, meticulous and traditional and excel in logistical or administrative fields especially those that rely on clear hierarchies and rules these personality types stick to their plan and they do not shy away from difficult tasks however they can also be very inflexible and reluctant to accept different points of view Oh, so you are cooperative, highly practical, embracing order, security, and stability wherever you go. I feel like that's very accurate. I think you like, I but I can be inflexible, and I do think that <laughs> <laughs> I do can I do can be that way. I can definitely be that way. I feel like you're not that. I think I'm more not flexible than you are. I think you're. I think, like, at work, I would be flexible, but, like, in my relation, like, if friendships, I'd be like, I want to do this, and someone's like, I want to do this, I'd be like, "Mm." I think, like, my idea is more fun. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I hate hate planning restaurants. Someone's like, I'll plan it. She's like, I'm not going there. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You don't actually do that, but I know in your mind. Yes, I will think it. I won't say it. I won't say it, though. Okay, I will read yours. The diplomat. Diplomats focus on empathy and cooperation, shining in diplomacy and counseling. People belonging to this type group are cooperative and imaginative, often playing the role of harmonizers in their workplace or social circles. That makes sense. These traits make diplomats warm, empathetic, and influential individuals. You're an influencer. But also, but also cause issues when there is a need to rely on exclusive exclusively on cold rationality or make difficult decisions. When there's, I definitely can't make decisions. Um, so if you, if someone was relying on you to make a decision, that's where. That's my weakness. That's your weakness. I do feel like I am. I would say one of my. It's not a strength or a weakness, just like one of my personality traits. I've come to realize the older I've gotten is empathy. Like, again, not good or bad. I am just very much an empath. Like, people's emotions. Well, I mean, the other day, someone is working at my house, okay? They are working at my house. I wasn't there. I burst into tears just thinking of them working on. Oh, that is so you. It is not healthy. It's to a not healthy extent. Um, so I do feel, I feel like I very much resonate with that 
part, but I do need to like rein it in. Like I can't be feeling all all people's feels because it one confuses my own emotions because I'm too busy feeling everyone else's stuff. I can't figure out like what's good for me because of that, you know? Um, so I do struggle with that. Dude also struggle with decision making. And to go to your strengths and weaknesses page. I think the thing that I liked with this personality test the most was the strengths and weaknesses page. And like I know it sounds weird, but I liked looking at my weaknesses the most because I felt like they were correct and it gives me something to work on. Wait, we have um, type groups. What are those? These are the A types or whatever they are. So you're, what are, oh, this is me. Oh, mine was, my strategy is constant improvement. Constant improvers are quiet, individualistic people. They tend to be perfectionist and success-driven, often spending a lot of time and effort making sure that the results of their work is the best it can be. As their name says, constant improvers are high-achieving individuals dedicated to their craft. However, they also tend to worry too much about their performance. That is you to a T. Why? Do you think that I worry? No, I think (laughs) I'm being funny. I don't really think you worry. I think you really spend a lot of time making sure your things are perfect i would consider myself a good enough gal um do you want me to read yours sure ashley's strategy is social engagement that already sounds correct i haven't even read it yet honestly the pandemic ruined my ability to be social and engaging so you are you are socially engaging let's see Okay. The last strategy is adopted by social, energetic, and success-driven types. Social engagers tend to be restless, perfectionist individuals prone to experiencing both very positive and very negative emotions. This is getting scary. (laughs) (laughs) Their curiosity and willingness to work hard also mean that they are usually high-achieving, even if quite sensitive people. Yikes. Types favoring this strategy also tend to place a lot of importance on other people's opinions. They value their social status and are eager to succeed in everything they do. Truly, this one is the most shocking. You're like, no, I don't think it's me. Oh, <laughs> this one is truly the most shocking. Sensitive. Care too much. About, well, I didn't say too much, but I'm saying too much. Other people's opinions. But um, high achieving. Yeah, but mostly it's the restless. Restless. That that do be me. I do be restless. Sleep. She does not sleep. I do be restless. (laughs) And I would say we're it was interesting. So some of the interesting things here. Liz's said perfectionist and success driven as well. And mine said the same thing. But I would say I think they both insinuate a different type of perfectionism and yeah. um, Like Liz's tends to be perfectionism and like spend it, but then it said like spends a lot of time and effort making sure. Mine said like um, perfectionist and like caring what people think, if that makes sense. But mine kind of says worry, I worry about my performance, like how good I am, which is similar to worrying about what people think about you. It's just kind of interesting because Liz and I talk often that we're very, very different people, but we share a lot of the same values. And this is kind of, let's say our value is success and like people's opinions. However, the things that make up that end result are different. Like 
Liz is is done through you know whatever mine is like just different things um yeah, so that was interesting. interesting it kind of reassured we've always felt like that but we've never been able to have like it in words so okay you wanted to look at another thing oh I just was wanted to say that I really enjoyed looking at my weaknesses and <laughs> we Liz and I used to do at, at college we would do those like open forums where they could be private and we'd be like we want the criticism ask fm yeah, and one of my weaknesses is that I am overly humble, which I think just sounds really funny. So all weekend, when Kyle would like say something, you're overly nice what? Me, overly humble. When Kyle oh. would say something nice to me, I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know that because I'm just so overly humble." <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it is actually true. It just means like you always think that you can do better, and you downplay your efforts. Like, oh, I could have done this better. I don't want to take recognition because I don't like it completely. So it is similar to like being a perfectionist. But I just thought the way that it is said my, is funny. My weaknesses, I agree. Like some of these are just like these tests are so accurate. My weaknesses feel so accurate. I think like if I were to read all of my weaknesses, just like the names of them, I think the listeners of the podcast would be like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I have people pleasing, which is to a T, people pleasing, it's unfocused, also to a T, the thrill of a new project. Literally, that's me. Uh, disorganized, also me. Overly accommodating. Mm. Campaigners, personalities feel called to uplift others. And they find may find themselves saying yes whenever anyone asks for guidance or help. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Overcommitted. Yeah, okay, that's what it is. Overly optimistic. Optimists can be among this personality type. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what that. I don't know. I feel like I am one or the other. I mean, they're overly optimistic or doom and gloom. Restless. Yep, these all check out. These are me. What are yours? Mine are that overly humble, then taking things personally, repressing their feelings. <laughs> Sorry, that is, I was laughing. <laughs> and then it says yeah. repressing their feelings. Private and reserved. Defenders tend to internalize their feelings. Literally. Um, then overcommitted. Um, reluctant, reluctant to change. You've heard on the last four episodes probably that I've said that. And the last one is too altruistic. Um, this means gener- their generous nature can leave them vulnerable to being taken advantage of by others. Look, That's that. nice. I, um, I don't think that I do that. The other ones feel pretty spot on. I feel like you, it's a skill you've learned to not do. I feel like you could have naturally been like that. Yeah. But I think you now, I think like older Liz doesn't do that anymore. I think you're right. Um, My insight of the day, there's a little thing on the side. Campaigners are the most likely personality types to enjoy putting on a performance for others as a job. <laughs> <laughs> What's that yours? checks out. Mine says defenders are the least likely personality types to be prepared to evacuate their city if necessary. (laughs) Because I would be, I know it's actually true because I would be like, I would be prepared. My bag would be packed, but I'd be like, I got to go back and get this. I think I forgot this. I need to check again. He's so funny. Liz and I are laughing because like the picture for like campaigner is like this green like person with a big smile and Liz is like, this it looks like a nurse that has been just like beaten to the ground. Like she looks like she's overworked. But it's a it's like really nice stuff. But that photo is just not flattering. Um, one of my strengths is festive. 
Oh my god. Your strengths so are really good. You should share them. Curious, perceptive. So let's see. No one is unimportant. I'm trying to to people with this person personality type, no one is unimportant, which might explain how they can pick up on even the subtlest shifts in another person's mood. So essentially um empathetic. Enthusiastic. Excellent communicators. I would say I'm not an excellent communicator. I would I don't believe that. I think so. I think you don't let you don't hold any feelings and like you'll say it. Well to Parker. I'm not a clear communicator, which would mean not excellent. (laughs) I mean I communicate, just not always. But it says that you are you can be a caring listener as well. So you communicate well, like you listen to people. So it's like two-sided. You have good, good conversation. So I have festive and good-natured. Um, and a warm-hearted like... and approachable. That is so nice. Yes. What are yours? Mine are supportive. Wait, hold on. So so Ashley and Liz to share our weaknesses first. I feel like this is hilarious. Let's like, talk about end on a high note. <laughs> um, supportive, reliable, observant. <laughs> Those are really dry supportive and Um, enthusiastic nice hardworking nice and good practical skills good practical good clean yours are like warm-hearted great friend enthusiastic mine good practical skills (laughs) (laughs) okay but i i hear you on that this one says perceptive i don't even know what that means um but i will if you read them whoever majors just didn't pick great words but if you read them they have you know good contents in them and all of yours are like what was the first two supportive and reliable yeah supportive reliable hardworking, all fantastic descriptive words of you they're good words that you would want like your your company to see <laughs> Yeah, overall, guys, I'm going to link this. This felt, see, like, I mean, there is more. We could, like, literally dive into, like, so much more. Oh, wait, hold on. Friendship. Yeah, we okay. should probably share, like, our, you know, how we are as friends or what it says Some of we are. are just so funny. Ready? My friendships. Uh, friendship, whatever. It's cheerful and supportive. Next line. Always up for a light, a little lighthearted banter. <laughs> That is so you, though. <laughs> or a deep, heartfelt, emotional discussion about anything and everything. That is literally you. I'm like, hey, guys, talk to me about what you want for your funerals. I'd love to know. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just read that first sentence. What about you? I'll read the sentence that um, that you will like. Defenders tend to be private and a bit protective of themselves. It can take them a while to feel comfortable enough to open up to someone new. Mm, literally this is uh how how long have we been friends oh wow kind of a while now actually right now 2014 almost 10 years stop really well it's 2022 it's that's kind of crazy so we're at like eight years that's kind of crazy so in the eight years i've seen liz cry once twice only twice only that feels like no, a probably lot. like four times no chance four times so i'm gonna go with yes <laughs> private and protective which, how many times have i seen you cry which which time no, which week? week once a week 
Uh, but for- we both have really good, like, if we read through our friendship stuff, we're both very loyal, like, listeners, bonded for life. Like, so, you know, <laughs> I think we're going to work out. Yeah. Unforgettable dance party. Uh, <laughs> that's what it says. In too deep. I, I feel like a lot of people could feel like that about me. They are, you know, uh, I became friends with her for one hour and now I'm stuck. Like those poor people I met on the internet. Little did they know. I'm like, haha, you'll never get rid of me now, suckers. <laughs> See you when we're 80. See you at, yeah. Um, But when we do link this, we want you all to take it. And then I want to know exactly everything that you are. So send us. We'll put something on our story the day it comes out. And you can tell us if you're a defender like me or a campaigner like Ashley. Or if you got one of the other 16 well, 14 personalities. I literally sent it to all my friends and I'm like, send me your link. I need to read everything. I know. I want I want to read more people's. I've, I've seen a lot of them now and a lot of everyone that I've seen has gone a different way. That's two people. <laughs> Sorry. Good practical skills. Excellent performer. <laughs> Love oh, that for man. us. Love that for us. That's Good enough talk. about us though, you guys. We've really, we've shared it all. Yeah. You know, with that being said, everyone, um, that's it. That's the game. That's the name of the game. I will link this below. Please send us screenshots. It's giving subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> I'll link this in the show notes. Sorry. And, and you can leave us a review. And that's below. our three year anniversary gift. Thank you very much. Maybe I'll get All right, folks. Time. That was a good one, Liz. Let's go research our personalities. Bye, guys.